Destiny can be a tricky thing. In this original adaptation of a popular ghost story, a man is presented with a ghostly warning. But does he heed it? Find out on this episode of The Podcast Nightmares Are Made Of. It is late in the evening as Josh pulls into the driveway of his home. He sits in his car for a moment longer, exhausted after a long drive home and an even longer week out of town for work. He grabs his bag from the passenger side seat and exits the car. He looks in his house and notices that all the interior lights are off and he thinks to himself how Mary, his wife, is probably asleep. He can't wait to just plop down next to her and pass out as well. As he steps up towards the garage door, the motion sensor security lights pop on and blinds him for a second. He gets to his front door, puts his key in the lock, and turns it slowly so as not to try to make any noise in case Mary is asleep on the couch. She always passes out watching trash TV, he thinks to himself chuckling. He opens the door cautiously, and as a beam of light from the security lights pours into the room, he sees something shuffle back into the darkness. It was so fast he didn't get a good look at what it was. He doesn't own a pet, and Mary wouldn't run away, he thinks to himself. His heart sank, heavy with fear. Mary, he calls out. No response. He reaches over to the coat rack and grabs an umbrella and holds it up, ready to strike. Mary, are you home? He calls out again as he walks deeper into his pitch black home. Damn it. I should have installed the smart lights Mary got me for Christmas last year, he says to himself. He reaches the step that leads down into his living area, and before he steps down, he hears movement just in front of him in the pitch black. Who's there? He screams out, trying to mask his fear with a tough tone. After a tense moment of silence, he's blinded by a bright flash of light, quickly followed by... Surprise! As his eyes adjust, he sees the living room full of friends and family cheering in the decorated area. Mary rushes towards him and wraps him in her arms and kisses him. The rest of the group leisurely makes their way towards him and welcomes him home, wishing him a happy birthday, and the music begins to play as the party begins. After a few hours, the last of the guests leave. Josh wraps Mary in an embrace and says, Thank you. You didn't have to do this. I know, but you deserve it, Mary replies. You've been working so hard lately, and they finally gave you the promotion you've been wanting for so long. I'm so proud of you. I love you, Josh says with a kiss. I'm exhausted. Hopefully not too exhausted, Mary says, leading Josh into the bedroom. Work, 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 Josh says jokingly as he eagerly follows. 
After some extracurricular activities, Josh lies asleep in bed, Mary laying beside him. As he sleeps peacefully, his mind is suddenly flooded with the sound of dozens of people screaming out in terror. He writhes in his bed as the screams grow louder and louder. As the screams intensify, he recognizes a voice amongst the sea of terror. It's his own. He snaps up with a fright, drenched in a cold sweat, breathing heavily. He looks to Mary, but she is still fast asleep, undisturbed by his harsh awakening. He groggily gets up out of bed and heads to the kitchen to grab a glass of water. He grabs a glass from the cupboard and begins to fill it from the kitchen sink. As he does this, he notices a flash of light coming from outside of his house as if someone had pulled into his driveway. Curious, he makes his way over to the window and lowers one of the slats of his blinds so he can peek out at his driveway. He sees the black outline of a vehicle parked in his driveway, but it has its high beams on, so it's hard for Josh to make out what or who is out there. He tries to block the high beams with his hand to see if he can get a better look at the vehicle, but before he can, the lights turn off. With the light of the moon, he can now see parked in his driveway an old, rusted-looking truck. Josh thinks to himself if he knows anybody with an old truck and maybe they were just arriving very late to the party. Before he can finish his thought, he hears the creaking of a rusted door open and slam closed. He looks out and sees a man, tall and stocky, dressed in dirty overalls, standing on the driver's side of the truck. He had dark, messy hair and a five o'clock shadow. His eyes were sunken into their sockets, so much so that they were almost impossible to see. Josh's eyes were glued to this man as he began to slowly but purposefully walk around the front of his car, his heavy boots sounding off each step almost rhythmically until he reaches the bed of the truck. Why aren't the security lights turning on? Josh says to himself. It was then Josh noticed what this mysterious man was hauling. In the bed of the truck, Josh sees a pile of bodies, bloody and naked. It looked as though the man had scraped them off the street like roadkill and threw them unceremoniously in the back of his truck. As the man reaches the truck bed, he grabs the leg of one of the corpses that had begun to dangle off the side of the truck and shoves it back down into the carnage. Josh's eyes cannot turn away from the horrific sight when suddenly the man snaps up and sharply looks towards the window. There's no way he can see me, Josh thinks to himself. The man outside tilts his head slightly and squints his eyes softly. His eyes then widen, and with a great big smile, he waves at Josh. Josh freezes with terror. He begins to think of everything he can do to try and prevent this man from entering his home and hurting Mary. But before he can thaw himself, he sees the man back up towards the truck bed again. Josh gazes on as he sees the man begin to shove a few corpses around in the truck bed. 
the man stands back up and stares in Josh's direction again. Josh feels the man stare deep into his soul as the man gestures to the bed of his truck and with a slight chuckle says, There's room for one more. The man begins to laugh heartily as Josh's heart begins to beat out of his chest. The beat and the laughter grow louder and louder until... Josh's alarm goes off. Josh wakes up, heart still racing from the dream he just had. Mary walks into the room with breakfast on a tray for him. Get up, sleepyhead. It's your first day as a big shot executive. Don't want to be late. She gives Josh a kiss on the forehead and walks out. Josh, still reeling from the dream, tries to shake it off as he begins to get ready for the day. As Josh enters the office building, he goes to the security desk to get his new badge. Big promotion, I see. Heading all the way up to floor 50. Congrats, the security guard says. Josh thanks him and heads up to his new office. The rest of the day, Josh is carted around, shaking hands and making small talk with all of his new peers. The excitement in the office was enough to help Josh almost forget about the horrible dream he had the previous night. At the end of the day, Josh's new team invites him out to happy hour to celebrate his arrival. As they reach the elevator, the doors open up and the group piles in. Josh is the last one to get on, but there's no room for him. Don't worry, I'll just get the next one, he says. But before the doors close, he hears someone say, Wait! Then a man, a tall, stocky man with messy dark hair and a five o'clock shadow makes his way to the front of the elevator. He gently moves some people aside, looks at Josh with a smile and says in a familiar voice, There's room for one more. Josh's face turns pale as he feels his blood run cold with fear. As the elevator doors begin to close, the man's gaze and smile remain fixated on Josh. As the doors shut, a loud snap rings out, followed by the screams of dozens of people as the elevator plummets to their doom. After a brief moment, a loud crash rocks the building and brings Josh crumbling to the ground, shaking in terror, repeating, Room for one more. Room for one more. Room for one more. Thank you for listening. If you liked this episode, please like and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon Music. Please rate and leave a review. It really helps small podcasts like mine grow. Follow me on Facebook at Mr. Sugar School so you don't miss out on any updates. Until next time, stay scary, friends. Bye.